Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the grace current. All right, friends, welcome back to the grace current podcast. Last week, boy, we introduced grace as a delivery system. It is both the method of delivery and actual provision that we each need. And we kind of talked like, it's like that fisherman wading into the stream. Um, but instead of doing something to net the fish or catch the fish, cast a line, do something to take hold of those fish that are going by, um, he lets them float, float right by and swim right by and wonders why he goes home empty handed. Or another way to look at it would be like a trust fund baby who was never told how to access the inheritance left to her. So the funds just sit in an unused bank account. And like that, we often don't grab hold of the provision that is delivered by grace. God has already appointed it for our missions, for our calling, for our purposes, for our God-sized dreams. And we don't exactly know how to retrieve it. So today, I want to explain a little bit of why this is happening. Um, As I look back kind of at the definition, that kind of working definition of the church's viewpoint of grace, um, I think you can kind of see where it went a little um, vanilla, (laughs) where grace is just sort of this unmerited favor And I want you to see that it's so much more because this is how we get propulsion. We get something propelling our guides as dreams and our goals and our, our calling. So, um, understanding this working definition of grace and, and I did some major homework here. Um, I was just not understanding the true definition of grace. And I want, I wanted it not to be man's definition. I wanted it to be God's definition. So I went back into the word and I looked at every time the word came up. I mean, when it first appeared, when it last appeared and everything in between, because I really wanted to see grace the way the Bible was trying to present grace to us. All right. So why do we say, oh, just give yourself some grace? Um, don't be so hard on yourself is sort of the connotation there, right? Don't expect so much of yourself. But this is really confusing the word grace with the word mercy. Um, and I think because grace 
brings that first gift that we receive of salvation. Um, salvation takes us out of judgment, right? It takes us out from being under the law. And so we've kind of equated giving ourselves grace as taking ourselves out of judgment. But that's really mercy's definition is not giving us what we do deserve or not giving us the judgment owed us or not giving us due process um, that because of Jesus, because of his blood, we do not go through that process of judgment and found guilty, right? That's mercy. So let's define grace uh, a little bit for you, but I want to back up to that story I was telling you uh, how God led me into digging into this definition. I think we left off and I told you how I didn't really see myself as a high achiever and you may not either, but God does. And I kind of ended the story last time that I had received this master's certification in business communication and really had nowhere to go with it. I was just lost, like kicking myself for wasting this GI bill that could have gone toward one of our kids' college. I felt like there was a strong message um, from God and I couldn't quite hear it because I was like, I could only see in front of me, like either I go into the business world, I go into the church world and I didn't want to go back to that. And I didn't want a career to really take me out of the game of motherhood and friend and um, servant of the Lord. I just felt like it was going to be so all-encompassing that it wasn't going to allow me to do the other things that God was calling me to. So there was this message I felt like he was saying, I want you to build generational wealth. And I'm telling you, that was a very tall order from where I had come from. I was, I grew up um, counting pennies for milk, not kidding you. Uh, there, we did not grow up with much. So, um, and then we're working as government employees, right? My husband is and just a wage earner. So the concept of generational wealth, while I knew it was in scripture, it certainly wasn't anything that I had adopted for myself in this generation that I would achieve it. Um, and so as I sat there with God going, okay, well, how do you want me to build generational wealth. I got excited about the idea. I thought he was calling me into some entrepreneurial endeavors and then smack. This might happen to you too. <laughs> warfare, warfare, intense warfare. I am telling you, I, I have never, I have never undergone that kind of warfare in my life. And it wasn't just after me and doubting myself and doubting where God was calling, but it, it came after my children and I was literally getting up every morning, two to three hours to spend with God, like 5.45, no, 4.45, 4.45 a.m. That was when my husband was getting up at the time to get to work before traffic and all the things. So I decided I was going to get up with him. And I was, I was learning the skills. God was teaching me the skills to stand in our authority that we've received right from him and learning to listen to him and learning to intercede for my family and um, my kiddos who were really, I'm not kidding you, so close to be being taken out. And I learned to use scripture like a lawyer in a courtroom. I was pouring myself out day after day and it was not changing. Nothing was changing. I was just, I was, I was tapped out. I was, I was out of myself. There was nothing, nothing left. And, um, in that time I would wake up every morning and I'd hit, just hit the worship music immediately. Like I had a playlist and I would just sh hit shuffle and that's how I'd get out of bed every day. And that morning I hit the shuffle and 
a song came on and I, I literally couldn't open my mouth to praise. I couldn't, there was no breath left in me. I was, I was tapped out and guess what the song was, right? It's a Michael W. Smith song. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise and I couldn't do it. I was, I was trying to muster every ounce of anything and all that would come was a squawk and a cry. And I heard God say, would you stop doing this in your own strength? As you've received Christ, so walk in him. And I remember the verse, like you probably do too, and I had to go dig it up. It was Colossians 2.6. And I'm thinking, as you receive Christ, so walk in him. The only thing I can piece together is that by grace, I received him. And so now by grace, I need to walk it out every day. And I didn't have a clue how to do this. I don't remember being taught this in the church. I don't know. I would love to hear from you guys in, like, drop me a line. Have you been taught, like, how to walk in grace? Like, what that actually looks like? Because I can't remember after being in the church for 20 years ever, like, really hearing that to the point where it would really stick. So as I began to look up where this word grace appeared in scripture, I looked in the Strongs and the Vines. I was looking up all of the the Greek and Hebrew, what they what the, the original text was telling us. And every time I saw grace appear in scripture, it was an act of blessing. And it was an active response from God to a need. And it fell in one of these buckets, I want to explain to you, it kind of, it kind of hit in, in a few areas that were repetitive. And so as I was just mulling it over, it's all kind of swimming in my head. It was like, boom, one day it was clear. It was like, God was saying, grace is my all sufficient power, provision, wisdom, and insight delivered by and imparted for your use under my unchallenged authority. I'm going to read that one more time because it's a mouthful, right? And it's a little bit grand, more grandiose than kind of the, the definition we've all kind of heard of uh, unmerited favor. But I want you to hear it again. Grace is my all-sufficient power, provision, wisdom, insight, delivered by and imparted for your use with my unchallenged authority. So in other words, anything God is bringing down that stream into your flow, he is delivering it by his unchallenged authority to do so. And he is giving it to you to use in unchallenged authority. Like nothing can stop this use of what he gives you as long as you accept it, right? So think back to when um, Mary was approached by the angel. The word grace actually appears there. It was by grace that she was given the angel and by grace that she was with child with the Holy Spirit. But she had to say, yes, be it unto me, right? She had to agree with it, that I will grab hold of that gift, that empowering gift that is coming. And I will have a response to it and I will take hold of it and I will walk in it in unchallenged authority. I will take it in the authority that it was given and I will walk it out in the authority that was given. 
You want to know why nothing happened to Jesus before the time? Because it was God's unchallenged authority at work. I mean, does this not give you goosebumps? I have goosebumps, holy goosebumps right now. Like Christians sometimes limp through life like a victim and like a pauper begging for prayers to be answered instead of understanding that grace is already delivered and imparted it for your use. And you just need to go to the bank account and unlock. And that takes some time of collaborating with God and really sitting with him and listening to him. So as you ponder this new definition of grace that maybe you haven't heard before, maybe you have, I'd love to know that too. Know that I am praying for you as it's kind of settling on you because this is it's, it's a big definition of grace and it really uh, can open up what God is calling you to. And um, you can go into what you thought maybe you couldn't before, or maybe you walked away from, and now you can go back into this calling and into this purpose and into your God-sized dreams, collaborating with God who's delivering what you need with unchallenged authority. I mean, is that not exciting? I'm getting so excited for you. Uh, This is what God wants you guys. This is why he called me to do this podcast is he wants you to know that you have everything you need. You have it in unchallenged authority. You get to walk this out. You get to walk these dreams out with his power and his provision and his wisdom and his insight. It takes collaboration and we're going to, we're going to work that out in these podcasts. So Whatever you feel like you need, instead of telling God, I need this, ask him instead to show you what you actually need. What do I need, Lord? And what are you providing by your amazing grace that comes in absolute abundance? And how can I take hold of it and collaborate with you to actually implement it in your unchallenged authority? And P.S., if you are like I was totally at the end of yourself, like I get it right now. If you're hearing my voice and you're like, I don't think I can do one more thing, it's okay. It's not in your own strength that this is going to get done. He's going to take you by the hand and that current is going to come up behind you and lift you up and he's going to teach you how to collaborate just like a surfer on the surfboard to use your your um, abilities and your efforts. So right now you can just trust him and put yourself in his presence and know that he is going to take care of you. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I do want to keep these nice and short, bite-sizable because I know it's new and fresh and I want you to be able to go back and listen again and feel like you can find what you're looking for in these episodes. So thanks for checking in today. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.